There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, so I watch them so that you don't have to. And boy, oh boy, do we have a scary no! movie this week. <laughs> oh my god, this week's movie really scared me. But whew, before we get into it, did anything scary happen to us this week? You know, I was trying to think about what I was going to talk about this week, and I was like, you know, going through what, what happened this week, what happened this week? And realize I only ever talk about the same like three things: uh, body f- fear, <laughs> um, school, and cats. And I'm this week I'm going to talk about cats. So we have so there's this neighborhood cat. Sammy already knows this. There's this neighborhood cat. We have a couple neighborhood cats that are like clearly outdoor cats. Some have homes. Some do not. Um, we have given them names so that Joel and I know who who we're talking about. And one of them who does not does not have a home, who has lived here as long. Joel's lived here for about nine years. And and this cat has been here as long as he can recall. He has named him Convict because he's a, this he's a crazy looking cat. He has orange eyes and like his ears are really close together, like almost like bunny like, but he's like sort of menacing looking. And he's always been like pretty mean. Like he'll like come up to the the screen and sort of mess with our cats. And when we had mm. Theo living in the yard before we brought him in, this convict would sort of like bully him. Just like a little mean fucking mean little neighborhood cat. And also like super skittish, um, doesn't have an ear clipped, has like never clearly never been uh, brought in by people. Not not a, a wild cat, a feral cat, if you will. But lately we've been noticing him like hanging out and sleeping in our yard more. And it has become clear that he is completely deaf um, because mm-hmm. he will not unless he sees you, he will not react to you being there at all. Um and so he's lately been, he's look he's looking old, is an old cat now. He's looking skinny. Um, and we've been noticing him napping on our like back back patio a decent amount. And then yesterday he came right up to the grate, like our screen front door, but like not in a menacing way. He just like came up and laid down and like our cats were freaking out and coming up to him and he like wasn't menacing them he was just like hanging out and clearly like like Joel and I would walk up and he would like look at us like he was like so like just and he started meowing at us which cats only do at people and it just became very clear that he was just like so hungry Aww. and it really broke our little hearts because we're like Ugh. 
we can't what really changed your perception of conflict yeah well and it was like a cat can't came to cats. us asking for, <laughs> yeah, no, okay i need to i need to say he is actually not coming in. This is not cat number five. This is will he is nasty, and our cats would absolutely freak out. Like no, no, this is not cat number five. But we are now responsible for him, and we did. Oh man, put food out because like it also just I felt like we had our own little like fucking Downton Abbey situation upstairs downstairs happening where I was like I was so embarrassed at our fat cats living in absolute luxury <laughs> and this little street cat coming up to the door being like please do you have anything to spare just like <laughs> truly begging at our door this like skinny little thing and I think the deal is he probably used to eat from hunting like that's probably how he used to eat all the time and now he's old and deaf and probably isn't very good at it and so he's Aww. really hungry and skinny and he like I like to think that he noticed that this was a safe place for him and he saw all the fat fancy cats inside and thought maybe we have a little bit to spare truly Bertie walked up to the gate when he was sitting there and I was I felt like so ashamed at the excess of our household because Birdie is so fat. She's probably triple the size of convict. And I was like so embarrassed of just the absolute wealth that our cats were displaying to this cat. So we fed him, we put some food out and like, it was just, it's just really crazy. Like this is a feral street cat. And we open, we have our door opens out. And we had to like open the door to go bring the food, expecting he would run away and then come back for the food. Did not move, did not run away, stayed right there, like stayed right there in a right in front of Joel outside with him. This cat just like, I think what's going to happen is this cat is going to die very soon on our patio. Like, I, I, I feel fairly certain that when the time comes, we will be the ones who need to figure out what to do with this cat you guys should put a little bed outside for him so he has some sweet comfort yeah, in his so, final days so we've yeah we've put out water we will be putting out food we are giving him yeah like a little a little home out there which it just didn't feel like we had a choice i know it's like they're you know you don't want to feed in stray animals because then they'll come back but it was like this cat doesn't have much longer and he came he came to us for help and how he fucking nailed us. He knew, like, we weren't going to not give food to this cat. So now we're sort of responsible for this street cat. Well, great news, Emily. I just looked it up. And in 2015, L.A. raised the amount of cats you can own from four to five. <laughs> Wait, they actually, there is a limit to how many cats you can own and we're yeah. at oh, it? Yeah. Yes. I mean, no, you have one space left. This is very upsetting. <laughs> I didn't know there was a limit. I thought that makes oh, sense. Oh, I knew there was a limit. Yeah, there's definitely a limit. <laughs> oh my god. Because it's like really bad for animals to own like tons of animals yeah, yeah. in an apartment. Oh no, I don't like knowing that we were at basically at the threshold and now we there's still sort... That feels alarming. No, he's not coming in, but he is. We will, you know, we will care for him and we are thinking about, okay, who do you call... Who do you call when a cat dies um, on your 
uh, I was wondering that too, because I have a cousin who just buried their cat in the yard. And again, I guess I'm like the cat police because I'm like, that's illegal too. (laughs) You can't have so X many cats and it's illegal to bury your pets in the yard. Yeah, I feel like there's no way we... I'm calling the cat police on both of you. Don't call the cat police. Um, no, we think we would need to call animal um, control. We also like, I feel like we're probably going to get caught. If it becomes clear that he's actually like suffering, we will we will call someone and we'll, you know, get him put down if it comes up. But that also we're like, it doesn't feel right for us to be like, oh, this cat's old. I guess we'll decide that he's dead now. Like, let's go get him put down. You know, yeah. like he's not he's just old and we'll give him food. And like if he is suffering We'll deal with that. I think cats tend to just like go to a place and go to sleep and and die. That's like, you know, they'll just sort of tuck away and go to sleep and die oh. when they're done. Um, that my first cat when I was a, a kid, that's what he did. He just curled up on the welcome mat and went to sleep and died. Um, so I have a feeling that's what this this guy's going to do. And we've got a plan. You know, we'll call we'll call animal control. We'll we'll give him a little we'll do a little, you know, ritual for him. But we will not we will not bury him in the yard. Don't worry. Sweet little convict. I know. Who knew? Who knew? He's actually kind of sweet. It's a cute little meow. Anyway, anything scary happen to you guys? Henley? (laughs) Um, Convict. What a little cutie. Um, We wish him him the best. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. uh, The scary thing that happened to me this week is that I, once again, am on TikTok way too much. (laughs) And I am really tuned into the wave of... uh, fascism that's happening in this country now oh boy oh boy <laughs> um i spend a lot of time just watching now my inc- my entire tiktok algorithm is just people speaking on the house floors in various mm. states about anti-trans legislation that's oh, happening God. the banning of books that's happening everywhere the criminalization of abortion that's happening everywhere and then specifically also watched a lot of videos of justin jones and justin pearson the two democratic lawmakers in tennessee who were expelled from the house last mm-hmm. week because they participated Truly in the protest yeah and um it's the most blatant form of racism slash discrimination that i've seen uh, well, because there was a white woman also, right, that did the same, mm-hmm. and she was, that was having the same protest, and they voted the two yeah. people Young. of color out, mm-hmm. and the white mm-hmm. woman got to stay. Yeah, yes, that's pretty upsetting. And they represent primarily black districts in Tennessee, from sure. Memphis and Nashville, and now it's they represent between the two of them like one hundred fifty thousand people who now do not have representation in Tennessee. <sighs> And because so they, up, man. they didn't they because they violated a house rule, which is not grounds for expulsion. And over the course of 200 years, they've only expelled two other people from the Tennessee House twice This has only happened twice before. So it's clearly an anomaly, clearly a extreme, an extreme reaction, very extreme. And but OK, here's what I encourage everyone to do. If you have not looked up either of these men speaking, Justin Jones or Justin Pearson, they are so well spoken. And it just goes to show because if you watch videos of these like bloated, stupid fucking white men talking down to them versus how they react it shows you how much better you have to be oh my you god it's, yeah, be, it's insane especially in tennessee especially in uh, positions of power yeah you these young men are above and beyond everyone around them 
it is obvious they are so much more intelligent. They are so calm. They are so well-spoken. I know I keep saying that. I'm clearly not well-spoken compared to them, but they just, I felt so inspired watching them and... All that this has done is promote their careers. It has turned them into absolute, yeah, national celebrities. They will be major political players nationally now. And I hope I, so. I hope that that. But it's such a scary precedent. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> are, are, is the Tennessee legislature going to get away with that? <laughs> I don't know. That's just like a move of, yeah, like you said, that's something that fascists do it's just like expel people that are voices of dissent and i feel like i'm so not paying attention because it overwhelms me and scares me um you're doing a much better job of paying attention henley but like okay so yeah doing things like this that are so obviously they're so transparent um in their like actual motivations it does maybe like i feel like i hear people saying that they're like the conservatives are overplaying their hand right there it's working Mm -hmm. against them these people are now in the national spotlight like uh, the corruption is a lot more blatant but in the meantime a bunch of people have become disenfranchised the things with all the anti-abortion legislation the criminalization Mm -hmm. of it is like yeah eventually maybe it'll you know turn the tides but in the meantime there will be a lot of forced births uh, a lot of uh, pain and mm-hmm. suffering and harm. Done. It's like it's all so tangible. The harm that will be done and is being done, and that's really fucking scary. I know there are real consequences to these decisions yeah. that are happening right now in Idaho. There are two hospitals that have the whole like OBGYN women's health portion has where they deliver babies, etc., has just shut down. Oh they just have completely shut down because doctors are leaving. Doctors are scared to be practicing there because they don't want to be breaking the law. The law is unclear and they are, are scared to be doing their normal doctor duties. And so the mm. hospital have literally fucking shut down. So I really hope that we can just show up in waves like Democrats can show up in waves like Gen Z really shows up in the next elections. If not, y'all, I don't fucking know what's going to happen. And I am actually scared. I'm scared, too. (laughs) I saw scared. I saw some conversation on Twitter or something where someone was like, why the fuck? Can't America get their shit together when in France, when they raged the, raised the retirement age from 62 to 64, like French people are fucking burning France down <laughs> know, right now. I know. Like they have yeah. all taken to the streets. <laughs> we need to and take like to the ha- streets. And of course, I mean, I don't want the retirement age raged. God, why is that so hard for me to say? <laughs> raised. Um, but like. I would say the things happening here are much more like have greater effects and it's just really, really awful stuff. And nobody I mean, not nobody, but overall, not much is being done about it. We're not taking to the streets in the same percentages. And someone responded that it's like France is afraid the government is afraid of its people. The we are afraid of our government here well, because like, our government doesn't it, represent it backwards. It's not mm-hmm. representative of how people actually feel. Therefore, they do not have to respond to how people actually feel. They do yeah, not work exactly. for us. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. That's they are not elected by mm-hmm. us and representing the majority feelings on anything. So why they have no incentive to actually do what the people want them to do. 
We didn't mm-hmm. fucking hire them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Ugh, it's so scary. And all our fucking money goes to cops and like war and weapons. And it's just like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a real one, you guys. It's a real one. It's a real one. It's a real one. And I don't know. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling stressed. And I know I need to do something to direct those feelings. I don't know what else to say, except that I will be taking up a practice of meditation Mm. to help calm the nerves, because I think that's necessary. And you know what's so funny? I was debating whether to talk about this or to talk a story about Silas's sweaters. (laughs) 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 Then I was like, I'll just talk about the other thing. Um, okay, but what's going on with Silas's sweaters? <laughs> just because you can't really float something like uh, that and not address it. Tim's parents' neighbors dropped off two beautifully made wool sweaters. Pristine condition, look like they've never been worn before. Honestly, gorgeous sweaters. Silas has been wearing them for the past six months all the time love them handmade we were like who made because we weren't sure who made them the neighbors like family member made them we weren't sure wears them all the time blah blah blah. okay we were walking down the street the other day and those neighbors stopped us and they're like we recognize that sweater we're like wow we can't believe how like beautiful this is as no did no one ever wear this before like we feel so lucky that we got these sweaters they were made in 1978 and they've been worn by 30 different children (laughs) Oh my god! And we were like thirty <laughs> different children. We were like, "What? Like this is some truly eco-friendly <laughs> clothing." This is the start of the traveling fucking child sweater. What the hell? How has it lasted on thirty children? Can you believe that? Nineteen seventy. Woven we with were unicorn shocked. hair. We were Wait, why is there no like photography project project tracking <gasps> this? There wow. should be. There should be. So now are you like you must pass the sweaters on to child 31? Absolutely. We will be passing them on because they're t- again, Silas wears them all the time. They look great. It just goes to show you everything that's made today is just shit. I mean, the quality yeah, of yeah. the craftsmanship of handmade items cannot be Emily beat. makes good stuff Emily oh, you're thanks. turning that you're turning that around you're turning that around for the rest just, of us I whipped up whipped up a little outfit yesterday and it is made like absolute shit <laughs> I wasn't sure it was going to work so I was like well I'll just give it a try and it, it will fall apart uh, but it is yeah no making things by hand is great especially oh, like something Emily. knit by hand that's like that's fucking cool um, mm-hmm. She made the outfit for her birthday. Listeners, it's her birthday this Friday. Birthday Wish our Emily a happy <laughs> birthday. Thank you. I'm She's imagining that you will best. be, and so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, um, what about you? What about you, Sammy? Uh, well, I have something also very important to talk about. Okay, great. And that is my huge reaction to the news that Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner ah! wow I can't, yeah let's talk about it <laughs> might be dating can't believe we have not talked about it till let's now. talk about it um I had a big 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 reaction to this news <laughs> absolutely shocked and my immediate reaction was anger it was anger and yeah, I'm upset I was upset at who which at who at everybody involved, Timmy. <laughs> I, I'm mad at Timmy and Kylie. And mm-hmm. yeah, it feels wrong. 
it feels wrong. And Henley and I had like a brief discussion about this of like, is this misogynistic mm. that I just like think he's so much better than her? Mm. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my first that was my first reaction to my own reaction. Made me explore some of my own thoughts about because, you know, I watch some some of the Kardashian reality shows and I Respect them as fine businesswomen. <laughs> Absolutely. Kylie is a very good businesswoman. She was a billionaire at one point. Yeah, she's rich as hell. And we know you only get that way by being very smart and good. <laughs> you know, they, they, she must it's work a, meritocracy. a billion times harder than anybody else. And that's what it takes, and I stand by it. <laughs> also, Kylie, all of them are a victim of their circumstances in a way, which I know sounds crazy to say no, no, about the wealthiest I, yes. family they in the world. They were such a face of like a turning point in mm-hmm. pop culture yeah. in such a huge way. It's. I feel like it's a form of abuse to put your child I in the public so. eye I think so. yeah. from that early of an age. So Kylie is dealing with a lot of weird trauma that we can't even begin to understand. And but I feel like she's stayed pretty grounded. She's one of she's one of my favorites of the of the siblings. Mm-hmm. I mean, and guess what? I like all of them. They I don't really hate any. I of don't them. hate any of them. It just they live in two completely different worlds in my brain. Yes. Yes. I just did not see it coming. But then part of that is like so delightful, right? Like there's a part of it that while I'm upset, Ooh. I'm also like, Anything this, is possible. Is, this is the level <laughs> Anything is of possible. gossip that I am, am craving. Like, like this he is... plays Willy Wonka in a movie and she's Kylie Jenner. Do you know what I mean? Like what? I think it's weirder that he's in Call Me By Your Name. He's like that type of actor. And he's with Kylie Jenner. (laughs) Also, it's so funny. I don't know him at all and literally never will. It's so wild how much we get invested in like who we think somebody is. And like, I'm like, he should be dating Sir Ronan. And it's like, well, but I don't know either of them. (laughs) And Lady Bird and their friends. And they're they like they exist in the Mm -hmm. same world in my brain, you know? Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. Kylie Jenner. I keep thinking about how she does she have one two kids two one two Two. i keep thinking about him playing with her kids how weird is that i was like that too like he's such a boy and i was like she's a mother she's a full mom she's a full i mean it's not dissimilar to the kim and pete situation sure and that's like another version of that i did love that one so so i think it's it has some some legs to stand on. Uh, yeah, I was like, is he going to be like on the next season of the Kardashians? Oh my, oh my god. god! We'll be tuning in if <gasps> that's the case. In. Okay. Oh, I would eat that up. Okay. <laughs> also, a little bit of more celebrity news that I haven't had a chance to talk about with you guys. Did you see that Taylor and Joe broke up? I saw that. I yeah. saw that. Do that you think was it's one real? That I'm like, I'm sad for them. I don't. Again, Me I don't. Too. I don't know them, but it just seemed nice. I was thinking, like, she's on tour for how long? That's got to be really hard. It would be really difficult, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Sad. (laughs) We wish them the the best. We really do. We wish them all the best. also, is he single now? Because, wow. Because you're not. (laughs) Joe, give us a call. (laughs) I'm three months pregnant. Hey, Um, hey, Joe. (laughs) Um, And very nauseous all the time. If you're looking for a nauseous pregnant woman to flirt with, (laughs) get out that post post breakup uh, flirtation. I'm married, pregnant, have a child, and I'm available. (laughs) I do find him very attractive. Yeah, he's oh, he's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. Beautiful. Wish him the best. We wish him the best. We wish everybody 
everybody the best. <laughs> and I just one little little touch of haunted housekeeping before we get into this week's movie that I forgot to mention is that just a reminder, we are doing a succession podcast on oh, our Patreon yeah. The Succession Discussion Weekly. If you are watching Succession and you want to tune in to hearing us talk about it on Mondays following when the episodes come out, um, we just discuss all our thoughts and feelings about the episode. And it's been really fun. And I just love Succession so much. And I'm so glad much. we get to talk about it. It's a dream come true getting to do this pod with you guys. I don't know. I can't think of a better thing in my life. <laughs> I hope your family doesn't listen. Oh, shit. I forgot to call <laughs> out Tim ha- You again. have to talk about Tim. You have wait, to talk it, about damn Tim. It, damn it. Okay, wait. Real quick. I'm so sorry. Tim was so upset <laughs> that I did not give him due, which I should have. And he deserves when I was talking about how sick I've been because I've been so fucking sick. And Tim has been doing everything. And he was uh, obviously he was joking, but he was like, you didn't even bring up how I've been doing everything. And he has been doing everything, you guys. We I witnessed it. We witnessed it. And he has been doing all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the organizing, all the child care, all the thinking about what needs to happen, the laundry, the buying groceries. Uh, he's been doing a 100% of the work for several weeks now. And I love him so much and appreciate him so much and i really laughed when he came out of the kitchen because he listens to the podcast every week he doesn't Mm -hmm. need to do that always listens um he came out of the kitchen was like you didn't even mention me once (laughs) is an angel we love love him he takes such good care of you we love him so much Mm -hmm. i will say you are doing all of the growing his child Right, right, right. Yes, yes. You know, you're putting in work, but he, we, we <laughs> love him so much. And I'm so glad we got to see you both in New York last week and got to just watch what a very wonderful partner he is to you. Yeah, yeah I love no him. Surprise. I'm very grateful. Very, very grateful. Uh, I don't know how women would do this with anyone who's not like Tim. That would make things a lot harder. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Tim, I love you. Love you, love Tim. You, Tim. Love you a lot. Okay, let's talk about this horror movie, huh? Okay, yeah. The true scariest thing that happened to me this week was watching this week's horror movie, uh, which is Ganjam Haunted Asylum. It came out in 2018. Uh, This was a patron-chosen episode. We did a little poll on the Patreon. Another reason to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash TSDW (laughs) podcast. Um, it was directed by Jung Boom Shik, written by Jung Boom Shik and Park Seng Min, starring Wee Ha Joon, Yu Ji Yoon, Lee Sung Wook, Moon Yi Won, Oh Ah Yeon, Park Ji Hyun, and Park Sung Hoon. And it is available to stream on Shudder.com. And my goodness gracious me. <gasps> no, 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 no. <laughs> It is a um, found footage film, and oh, you know no. that those are always... Oh, those are the worst. The scariest. A found footage haunted asylum is a yeah, lot of bad no. things. That is a lot of bad <laughs> things. <laughs> and Sammy, your background image right now is it's enough for gross. me. This is Ganjam. Oh. This is the Ganjam Asylum, which is a real place. No. It, what? Uh, well, first I'll tell you that this movie has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
a mm. 7.1 on Metacritic and a 6.4 on IMDb. Wow, we are all over the place. All over the place. Budget was 2.2 million. It made 20.3 million, which is pretty wow. good, but 2.2 million, kind of a high budget for a found footage film. I feel yeah. like usually there's a lot of people in it, it sounds like. So a lot of people, and I, I think there are a good amount of like, effects. Uh, yeah, special effects. They look good. I mean, nothing, nothing took me out of it or anything. There's a lot of cameras. There's so many mm. cameras. Mm. <laughs> so probably pretty big camera budget. <laughs> but yeah, just as hard not to compare to the $30,000 budget of sure. paranormal activity. It's kind of my touch point for found footage budgets um but hey wasn't the first made, one like fifteen thousand? maybe yeah it was, like it was really 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 low. very cheap um so 2.2 million sounds like a lot but they made 20.3 so good for them good for That's them still good <laughs> still good still a win and another movie that I watched recently that we've had suggested a lot is a movie called Grave Encounters mm -hmm. that came out in 2011. And it's basically the same exact premise. It's found footage in a in an abandoned uh, psychiatric hospital. I mean, and it's a great, great place to start for a summer. Yeah, scary. Pretty, pretty solid premise for a horror movie. Um, but I got to say, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people love Grave Encounters. I was not a fan of it and I feel like it's wow. less fun to do episodes when I don't like the movie. It doesn't feel great to recap something and be like, and here's all the reasons why I didn't like it, you know? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't know that we'll be doing it. Maybe one day. But it just, this movie is, in my opinion, f a far more effective, much scarier, just a, 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 it's a better movie, in my opinion. Ooh! But yeah, so like I mentioned, Ganjam Asylum is a real place, and it was listed on CNN did a list of the freakiest places on Earth. That's good journalism. Seven freakiest <laughs> places on Earth. <laughs> Surreal list. And CNN, this, baby. It's <laughs> or BuzzFeed. You can yeah. figure it out. <laughs> and Ganjam made the cut. Wow. So this is one of the seven freakiest places on earth. It's in um, South Korea. And they did not get permission to film inside the building. So they well, is it like a functioning mental institution? Yes. yes. I don't know when it No, no, no. Sorry, not. It's oh, okay, not. It okay. was at oh, one oh, oh, point. Okay. Sorry. No, it's not anymore. It is abandoned, um, but it was at one point in like the 60s and 70s. I don't know exactly when it mm. closed down. It's freaky time for mental institutions. Yeah. yeah, this is the bad time. That was the bad time. And so they filmed exteriors of it, but uh, all the interiors were shot at a high school in Busan and they like recreated the floor plan as best they could. And it looks great. I mean, it it it. High schools are also freaky. Yeah. I, I, I'd still be scared shooting inside of a high school. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. Same. <laughs> and the owner of the asylum filed a lawsuit against <gasps> the this movie, claiming that it would make the building harder to sell. Because <laughs> I guess they're trying to sell well, it. Yeah, sounds like it wasn't going great. To, it's on CNN's yeah. freakiest list. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not doing wonders. Yeah. Um, and the courts ruled in favor of the film. 
And that's all the trivia I have. So shall we take a peek at the trailer? No. The trailer's like oh. not as scary as the movie. I feel like Okay, well that's good. It's not gonna be as bad as um uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead twenty thirteen. No. I mean, I think this movie will be a lot easier for you, Henley. Maybe harder for you, Emily, because oh, it's ghosts. No. Yeah, Henley doesn't care about ghosts. Yeah, unfazed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm still unfazed by ghosts and demons. Ooh, pretty sure. Let's find out. Ooh, yeah. Pretty sure. Ain't very sure. I think. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I think let's see. Let's see. And I think let's see. Emily, are you laughing? <laughs> yes, I'm laughing. Sorry, I don't know why I'm having this reaction. Okay, all right, all right. So, okay, so one, the like creepy little baby lullaby. Not a fan of that. So bad. But the whole time I was thinking, like, I think I feel pretty desensitized to these trailers now, which is just people screaming. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, sure. We didn't like see any of the things they're screaming about. No, yeah. they're just in dark rooms screaming, and I'm kind of like, okay, I don't yeah, know. So, sucks for you. I guess they get, <laughs> I guess that you're scared. It's not a great trailer. I feel like they should have just sat in one of the scenes. Like, in I think mm-hmm. the scariest part is at the end where it's just like the flashlight going across the wall. Like, yeah, if they had like played that. out more of a scene where it's just like the tension before the screaming. Because that's, that's what most of this movie is. That's what's scary. And that's, and that's why what's these scary. trailers are usually not effective yeah. in a way because you need the buildup. You need the context. Mm-hmm. You need the storyline. You need the tension. You need all of that. So when you just dive in and it's people just screaming, it's like, oh, oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I agree. didn't like it. I mean, I didn't, didn't love it. Did it especially didn't love the lullaby. The situation in the beginning. <laughs> um, wow, okay. So this looks gross and I don't I can't imagine you watching this at home alone in the dark with a light flashing outside of your apartment. That's what was the light, Sammy. Awful. L- luckily the light flash happens kind of all the time, so it's not Okay. Okay. It's not super out of the ordinary. There's just a bulb that flickers sometimes. Doesn't Ugh. happen constantly, but it has Ugh. happened consistently over the past couple months. So, but uh, it felt like it really 
went hard during the course of the movie and then stopped. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, don't love that. Yeah. And it it feels like something about found footage and maybe in particular this one felt the most like being in a haunted house. Like it just was very immersive and it just like felt like I was there and Mm -hmm. I was in danger, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't usually feel in horror movies. Mm. Oh, I always feel it. (laughs) I like it. I like it. why I don't like it. I mean, Um, it's a fun, it's a fun feeling and it's, it's, you feel, I think I felt, yeah, we, we don't feel the same about this, obviously, but I, (laughs) afterwards there's a feeling of like, hell yeah, like I I made it through. Yeah. I did it. And now I can look back fondly as that being in the past. (laughs) I'm done Mm -hmm. with it now. Um, so I, I enjoyed it, but it was very scary. Very scary. Oh, I can't wait to hear what happens. Yeah. I think, right. I think we got to do it. Will you be singing the lullaby throughout? Um, I can sing it if you get too scared. Okay. You can, Thank that can you. be, if you guys feel too scared, just say lullaby break, lullaby pause, lullaby, 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 lullaby break. Lullaby. <laughs> It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
<laughs> Perfect. All right, let's get into it. So we start with some iPhone footage of a couple high school kids in Ganjam Asylum. They are at the door of room 402, and it's clear that this is the room that all the rumors are about. This is the most haunted room in the asylum that has this big reputation of like room 402. Very, very scary. It doesn't open. They're trying to get into it. Um, and as they're rattling the door handle, they hear a ping pong ball sound down the hallway, all dark, dark hallway. Very creepy. We hear a ping pong ball bouncing. They turn. What was that? And the video pauses and we frame by frame to one of the other rooms that has a little gap where you can see someone's eyes within the room, like a little uh, would be a patient kind of maybe the the little thing they slide open to put food through or something like Mm -hmm. that, like that type of thing. And we pause on this ghostly apparition and then this cheesy YouTube title card comes up that says mm. horror times. It's like a hand bursting through the ground. This is like their little logo for this YouTube channel. And we come up on Hajun, AKA the captain. Um, he is streaming to the live stream audience and saying basically that they found this iPhone footage And he's talking a little bit about that and then goes into a little more of the history of Ganjam Asylum uh, that we talked about a bit. That is one of the seven freakiest places on the planet. (laughs) And he says some say it was built on a burial ground where the Japanese slaughtered Korean resistance fighters. Others say it was a national torture prison. Um, in the 60s and 70s, there was mass suicides there. Ooh. But it's rumored that the director of the asylum actually murdered everyone. And then she went missing. Maybe she killed herself. There's just a lot of mythology about this place. A lot of uh, ghost stories being told about it. There's been rumors of ghost sightings, people going missing. And Hajun is has this like horror channel that basically goes and does this these type of like ghost exploration things he says this is like their third trip like this you know this same kind of what are those shows called on like discovery channel ghost hunters and stuff ghost hunters yeah yeah. would you ever do that go into like a haunted place at night i don't think so (gasps) and you don't even believe in ghosts I know, but I still don't. I really don't want to walk around an empty place Gross in the dark. Place, yeah. No matter what. I think there was a time when I would have. There was probably in high school. I would have. Been, I would have been like, felt more fearless and be like, hey, it's so cool and creepy. Um, yeah, but I now, no, I wouldn't. Them. Can't even fathom why anybody would do this. <laughs> I know. Well, Emily, you won't go, even go to like a haunted house. Correct. Will you? I mean, someday maybe. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> Wait, Sammy, did you say it in in the real in the real world, in real life, did anything like that happen? Were there mass suicides in this place or was there? Is there you know, I didn't actually look here? up the actual history of the place. Okay. So okay. let's okay. just say yes. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, 
I I would probably guess that some bad things happened there. Yeah, sure. obviously yeah. bad things happened there. Okay. And right. I'm sure there's lots of stories told about the place and that people tend to avoid it. But um, I don't think this director is a real person. Um, right. But... Yeah, I think it's important to remember that people do do this because like as an audience watching a mm-hmm. horror movie, it's so easy to be like, well, don't go in there, you idiots. But like people mm-hmm. actually do do it. People and, do this. Yeah. And nothing that bad ever really happens. So it's right. It, it's right. Understandable that these people would do this and mm-hmm. be not that scared because right. they probably don't believe in ghosts. And they've right. probably done it a hundred times and nothing bad has happened. Exactly. So, yeah, he's just talking to camera, basically talking about this place and letting us know that his team, the Horror Times, are going to go there. This is their next place that they're going to have a live stream at whatever date and time. Tune in. And then and the, ends that live stream and we cut to uh, three girls... They're, everyone's probably in their 20s, I would guess. All these um, people are probably in their like mid-20s. Uh, so there's three girls at this like uh, restaurant. And everything now is GoPro. They're filming each mm. other and laughing. And the girls are Ayun, and she's a nurse. And Jihyun, she's kind of cool tomboy girl. And Charlotte who has been to three of the other freakiest places on the planet. Mm. I will say, I feel like these characters are not super differentiated in a way that Mm. will probably make some of this storytelling difficult um, because I watching it, they're kind of interchangeable in a Mm. way. Um, But I'm going to do my best. So then they are met there by three guys, one of who is Hajun, the captain, captain of the team. And the other two that he is with are Sung Hoon and Sung Wook. And they are his like second and third in charge, basically like seem like his main two collaborators that he always does his videos with. They're going to be the two main camera operators. And then a fourth guy shows up. His name is Ji Yoon. He shows up late and kind of confused and lost. And his, I guess, personality is he's a little uh, like a, the goofy one. Not goofy, but kind of like dopey, dopey. Exactly. Dopey. So there's seven of them total and all of them have GoPros and cameras clear. Like they all know what they came here to do. And they're drinking and having fun, getting to know each other a bit again, like talking about how crazy Ganjam is and what they're about to do and all the stories they've heard about like these high school girls that went missing there and somebody else that killed themselves there, like blah, blah, blah. There's just seems to be like all these stories about this place. And the captain is saying that he's aiming to get a million views that if they get a million views, they'll make something like $500,000. And so there's this monetary incentive to also do this live stream. Uh, then we get to the day of we are driving to the asylum. They like launch a little drone into the air, which is fun. So we get drone footage of them driving. It's just it's just fun to see how they do this in the found footage movies, all the sources of the cameras. And they 
stop to do like a, they have like a fun, a fun moment. They're like, let's stop at this lake and go swimming. Mm -hmm. And it has one of those big blow up things, like in that jackass stunt (laughs) where they like jump on and it flings the next person off of it. And they all have their like GoPros facing them. It's a fun little scene. We're having, we're having a nice moment before we got to, we got to savor it before all the things to come. Oh, that makes it worse. Anytime there's fun before it gets bad, just makes it worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not going to be good. It's not going to be fun soon. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So they arrive just outside of the asylum and they are pitching a tent, like a base camp area, a big tent outside in the woods. All the woods are this like wintry, like bare uh, bark like they're just creepy ass like Blair Witch looking woods and they're getting all the computers set up the captain has like all his monitors so he can see everybody's um, camera feeds and each person is is set up with two cameras each so they have like rigs on them where one camera is filming their face like up close and the other is filming their POV so you can see mm. each person's Ooh. face and what they can see at any time. So captain is going to be staying at base camp and like live editing the feed. So he can like change camera to camera. Cool. And, uh, two of the other guys go in the asylum, which this part kind of surprised me. They go in to like set up all the cameras and they do that like easy peasy. No problem. (laughs) It's like, it's like just as creepy in there during the day. I think it's like dusk at this time. But they go in and there's like no tension or dread at all. They're just like, okay, setting up the cameras. And it's just like part of the setup. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that seems pretty fucking chill in there for a second. Uh, and sorry, you said this a thousand times, but this is a live stream, right? So people will be watching in real time while it happens. Yes. They're not like live streaming right now at this moment, but that's what they're prepping that's the plan. for. Yes. Are you going to see, are we going to see people like commenting or anyone's reaction to mm-hmm. what's happening? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Great. That's so scary. That's really <laughs> scary. Um, and then, so they're all geared up and ready to go. And before they go in, they, they, they make some noodles. They brought a little hot plate, like burner, uh, thing. And they make these noodles that look so good. And I just mm. want to remember the noodle times, like at, at the, the scarier parts of the movie. I was like, mm, at rem- least they had noodles. Do you remember those, those noodles? noodles? Oh, those noodles look so good. Mm. Um, so they eat their dinner and then they um, are ready to go. And they've got all their camera gear. They get their more ghosty gear, like their EMF meter. Don't remember what that stands for, but you know what it is. Yeah, you know what it measures. It measures ghost stuff. Frequency Electromagnetic field. Oh, hell yeah, Henley. She's a ghost hunter. Yes. Oh, Henley yeah, totally believes in ghosts. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, don't tell anyone, but I love to hunt ghosts. Uh, so they, they're they walking out into the woods. We're getting their POVs. It's like cutting. I think we're, we've started the live stream now. It's as... Okay. Um, we're walking in again, captain staying back at home base, the rest of them all walking up and we pass like a big pair of underwear, kind of dirty underwear in big. one of the branches. <laughs> big. Well, cause it like, it like seems like ghosty at first. Like it's a, like it's a person, like it looks like a figure. Uh, okay. But it's and just really, it, really big underwear. Like, like long johns. No, like granny panties. 
like a big pair. Yeah. But granny panties that are so big you could <laughs> think it was a person. <laughs> just the way they were hung or something. They're not that big. They're just like, you know, not a like. I know that's not the song. point, but I cannot <laughs> stop thinking about passing a big pair of underwear and that not being crucial to the plot. <laughs> what does How come big back? was this woman? I'm picturing uh, like a barbarian, the monster from Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're laughing that they got scared by the underwear and And it's so big. And one of them turns around and he's like waving it at them like, ha ha, it's just underwear. But they decide (laughs) to tie it around a branch as a marker of the like route that they came. Because when they come back, it's going to be very dark. And they walk up to the entrance to the building and it says, of course, enter and you will die. There's a lot of graffiti everywhere. They're filming that and laughing. Ha ha. What a silly joke. Someone did. Mm. Someone mm. graffitied on the wall. And as they're getting further away from home base, the signal is getting jittery and choppy. And so the footage we're seeing kind of freezes every couple seconds and cuts to black Ugh. for a second. And even just that was like really stressing me Yeah, because <laughs> you don't scary. know when it's going to like come back what up it's gonna and, and yeah. all of a sudden be something very scary. Uh, it, it wasn't at this moment, but an effective little editing trick editors, the, the unsung heroes <laughs> <laughs> always, uh, the entrance it, you are, are you enter onto the second floor of the asylum. And so we come in on the second floor and, oh, this is where I wrote in my notes that the light is really flickering, like flickering harder than normal outside of my (laughs) living room was really nonstop at this point. Not good. And so Sung Wook is kind of the, the, guy in charge he's the one that's going to be talking to camera the most he's the face of the the host i guess that's mm-hmm. going to be the one talking straight to the audience and so they'll kind of get to the positions they need to be in and then they'll huddle and then sung wook will look at camera and be like okay like here's what we're about to do and like get the audience hyped or spooked or whatever so they're getting in they're getting set up and charlotte sets up some holy water and a camera pointed towards that leaves that there just to see. I don't know what's going to happen with that holy water. Mm. And Sung Wook is talking to camera. He's got a long, dark hallway behind him. And he's saying, OK, we're going to separate and go on like different floors and take you a tour of the whole asylum. And as he's saying this, a door slams behind him. Our first big jump scare of the movie Oh, boy. And we see that is the door of the director's room. And they're all spooked and go running towards it, of course, and uh, like cautiously open it and go inside and are exploring. It's creepy. It's dark. Everything's nasty and abandoned. There's like shit everywhere. Not poop, just stuff, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And. Uh, we see f- photos around her office of her with her patients. They're really creepy photos. The glass is broken on these frames and it's just yeah. that's the uh, the vibe. And 
we see a photo of her playing ping pong, which we have heard the ping pong sound earlier. Mm. And they also, in some of their discussions earlier, I think when they all first met, that was something that they brought up was everyone says they hear ping pong ball before something scary happens in this place. So they're seeing this ping pong photo and they're like, oh my God, this must be why. Because she played ping pong. And mm. Captain tells Sungwook to uh, wrap it up and... He, so Sungwook turns back to the camera and says, okay, we're going to be doing a ritual in this room, in the director's room, to basically invite the spirits out. <laughs> hate it. Hate it so much. And so that's our plan. Like, stay tuned. And they do this thing where the <laughs> captain, like, cuts the live stream and does a replay while they reposition themselves and whatever the next part of the uh, video is going to be. So it mm. replays the jump scare from like every angle <laughs> and in slow motion and from yeah everybody else's cameras. And it got me like three times in a row. And I was so mad. I was like, it just keeps <laughs> getting me. It's so stupid. Uh, but it was a uh, clever and so that's playing as they're uh, getting in their positions for the next segment. And the cameras, the live stream starts up again. And we're now with Charlotte and Ji Hyun on the first floor. And Charlotte is the one that's gone to a couple of these places before. She's mm -hmm. like into spooky shit and she's tagging the wall with her name. She's writing Charlotte to mark her fourth freakiest place that she's been. And she tags right above some other graffiti that says, let's live. And they're going, ooh, spooky, spooky. And the two of them find a door that says laboratory on it. And they decide, well, let's go explore in here. And they go inside and there's like a very creepy doll on top of a cabinet uh, that they're creeped out by and there's uh, like files on the floor everything all strewn about like garbage everywhere basically and broken beakers and laboratory <laughs> shit um, and one of them steps on something a gla uh, glass and it scares her and they say what's that smell and she looks Ugh. down and whatever she stepped on was some it was like a jar with a dead chicken in it that is like Ew. rotting you just see like the Ew. chicken feet and like maggots Ew! how long has this place been shut down though wouldn't that be long dead by now Yes, but this is a supernatural place, so it keeps the chickens okay, okay. alive just enough to be scary. Recent chicken, recent chicken, got it. <laughs> or yeah, yes. maybe somebody brought it in on a previous, I don't know, who knows? We don't get more information about the chicken than that, so it's up to us to decide, build our own lore. Don't love a laboratory, no matter what, in an asylum. No. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks, don't need a laboratory. Thank you so much. We'll pass. Yeah. Uh, so they're screaming a little, getting freaked out, and the captain is smiling as he's uh, editing camera to camera. He's, like, pleased with the footage that they're getting. We're seeing, like, people are tuning in. And now we're cutting up to Ji-yun and Ah-yun. Ji-yun is the dopey guy. Ah-yun is the nurse who also seems kind of like they seem like the least equipped to be in this situation. They're kind of the most scared of mm. um, everybody. 
And so they're up on the third floor and Gion is saying, eh, you can already feel how much colder it is in here. He says, oh, Yun, what's the temperature reading in here? And she says, 13 degrees Celsius. He says, what was it on the second floor? She says, 13 degrees Celsius. And he like <laughs> pauses for a second. He's like, so weird how it's the same temperature, but it feels <laughs> so much colder. <laughs> it made me laugh. And... They're exploring the rooms on the third floor and we see a, a ping pong table in one of the rooms in there and another dead bird that does it also look recent and they don't go in that room. They're both immediately getting pretty scared. And so they, the captain directs them to go to the shower room and there is a room that's basically just all shower heads Mm, oh, one thing also that I forgot to set up is the camera, the cameras that they set up in each room at the very oh, yeah. beginning ha have, you know, like wide room, wide views of all the rooms and they are motion detectors. Oh, so they move no. with wherever the motion in the room is. And so all right, that's going to be scary. Yeah, it's scary. And so. And even just in these scenes where they're just exploring a room, the amount of shadows, because there's so many different sources of light, because their cameras have lights, they have flashlights, and they've like set up some lights somewhere. So there's just shadows cast Ooh. in all directions. So you're just constantly searching the frame for like what shadow it doesn't make sense or is any of these not a shadow. It's very stressful. And behind the shower room, there's like a, a room with a big tub in it and it's filled with water and they go in, in oh, to look gross. at that. And it looks like the top of a head is floating just underneath the water. It's like hair, <gasps> like a person's hair just sticking out of Ew. the middle of the tub. Uh, Jiyun is like screaming like immediately hysterical Ayun keeps her cool pretty well and she takes a stick and pokes at it and pulls it out and it's a wig which makes no sense still pretty gross and so Jiyun is just like still screaming like let's get out of here let's get out of here and once again captain's like this is great we're getting such good stuff going cutting back to uh, Charlotte and Jihyun, and they're now on the fourth floor at room 402. And Jihyun basically says, this is the, the main attraction. This is what you came here to see, the famous room, room 402. And they're just hyping it up at this point and saying, mm -hmm. like, coming soon. <laughs> and then they cut to another break where they're doing more replays. Captain's saying, you guys are doing so great. This is awesome. We've got 60,000 viewers right now. And everyone, like, get back in position. So they're basically doing, like, a quick rundown of the layout of the place. And now they're all going to come together and, like, go further in depth into these places, I guess. Um, oh, no. Well, they have to do the ritual. That's it. Because they they oh, haven't done God. the ritual yet. So they were first no. doing a quick thing, like look at everything. And then, we're gonna, scan. then we'll do the ritual. Then we'll go to all the places again. So and in this little break time, we get the views from each of the mounted cameras of just the empty rooms which i feel like paranormal does that too of just looking at an empty room is so scary it's, it's so, so scary, scary. It's a static it's so scary. empty room it's awful 
I hate it. The, what is that? It's so unnatural. It's like you're not supposed to see an empty room. <laughs> it's yeah, true. Like a room one. with no one in there feels wrong. It's like if a tree falls yeah. in the forest and nobody sees it. <laughs> like, right. It's a right. Schrodinger's cat situation. Yeah. It's not supposed to be a thing. Like I'm just imagining what, looking at my bedroom. You know what I mean? With no from one like, in it? From afar? Oh, oh no, but really from, from a me. camera. Like, from a camera. Yeah, I've thought about getting cameras to watch my cats when I'm out of town, and it's like <laughs> very scary to me. I'd be so scared. I'd be so scared. Like, I can't. I hate um, baby baby cams. Yeah. Those baby monitors. Really Fucking scary. So especially because they're mostly night vision. <laughs> yeah, and the babies vision. always look so freaky. Their eyes get yeah. crazy. They're like white. Their eyes are always it. reflected. And basically the only time we look at is when Silas is crying too so the only yeah. time we're looking at this when Silas is like ah! <laughs> yeah way scary uh so okay now we're setting up for the ritual in the director's room there's a really cool shot in here Sung Hoon which is one of the like second camera guy and his rig somehow does this very cool shot and if I were a cinematographer I would know what it was called but it's <laughs> like a, it almost looks like a composite of multiple cameras where it's giving you like a mm. VR 360 degree of the room type of thing mm. but it looks really interesting and creepy it's just kind of like not how a normal camera is so you're it feels like confusing in a way. I'm like, what am I looking at? Oh, like, yeah. where's something going to come from? Like, I don't understand what direction we're looking right now, which um, works well in a movie like this. We see that there are a lot of red strings and bells all over the ceiling that they've hung up as a ghost detector of sorts. Mm. And they're going to have Ayun. Uh, do the ritual and she basically kneels at a little altar that they made where there's some candles and they've written some, I don't know, sp spooky words on a piece of paper that she's going to burn and so that it releases the spell. Ugh. And they do that and right afterwards the candle flames start like really flickering my lights outside are really flickering. No. <laughs> no, Sammy. And then the candles go out, blow out, and the bells all start ringing like crazy, like above them. Oh, and scary. everyone's screaming. Would you scream um, right away? Do you know what I mean? I just, I guess you don't know until you're in the situation. It depends. But I'm I just feel imagining. like I very rarely scream. Me too. But maybe because we're not usually in a situation in a yeah. Asylum. I did scream ringing. in the Evil Dead Rise trailer. You did? Not a full scream, but I made a like a noise, like a, ah! <laughs> and it was involuntary, it felt like. Yeah, I, I feel like it's in a real situation like that, you're not in control of how you're reacting. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't know. And they're having like various degrees of reaction. Not all of them are at, you know, level 10, but they're they're all looking somewhat freaked out. Some of them screaming, some probably just looking wide eyed like, around the, the room like what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, so they're they're scattering a little bit, but not fully, but they, they've just gotten up and they decide we're OK, we're going to take a We're going to take a break and we're going to pause and regroup. We're like, we'll be right back. Another commercially break type thing where they go back and do the replay. We don't see the replay this time, but just gives them time off camera to 
reassess, like gather themselves. And Mm -hmm. so uh, the two guys that are the captains, like second and third in charge, go off into a room by themselves while the other four are talking amongst themselves about what just happened. Everyone's saying like, how that was so weird. Like, how do you explain what just, what the hell just happened? Captain's checking in with the two guys. He's saying we're at hundred K now, like great job. This is going really well. Like, and they like totally bought it. Like you guys did such a good job with the bells. And we find out that the bells were them. They rigged it. Okay. And they're like, he says, you guys are such good actors. Like you sold it so good. We're at hundred K keep doing what you're doing. Keep leading their reactions. They're saying how Charlotte's been having like really big reactions. Charlotte's a good target. Like it seems like she's getting freaked out really easily. Like this is going so well, like great job. And so then they all come back together. We're resetting and, uh, we see in the captain in the home base little tent, there's a camera set up there as well, like the computer camera. And we see him like close up to the camera, looking at all the footage. And then behind Mm. him, we see the stovetop turn on, like the two burners of (gasps) the stovetop turn on. He hears it, turns around, turns it off. Gas gas or electric stovetop. (laughs) Gas. Uh, oh my god <laughs> yeah lo- oh god a lot to say about he the dangers of a gas stove top mm. um <laughs> but he turns it off and then the lights start flickering in the tent and the f- feed of each of the cameras starts flickering and the, the lights will go black for a couple seconds and it's it's like so stressful to watch. It's just like so braced for anything to be anywhere at any time. <laughs> yeah. just, is he scared? Now, um, or? No, not really. He's he's seeming more angry. Like not now. Come on, come on. Like oh right, uh, upset. We're, like the feed can't be dying. Yeah, like he doesn't want to lose the viewers, and so he's like checking the power connections. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Come on. Eventually it stops, all the lights come back on, and everything goes back to normal. But it's a stressful scene to watch. We're probably Mm -hmm. more stressed than he is, though, at this point. Mm -hmm. Sure. We know where we are. Yep. The horror movie. Exactly. And so now we're back live again, and the group is all together, all six of them, and we're now going to go into the lab all together. And as they're looking around... They see the doll on a bookshelf and they're like, oh, a creepy doll on this bookshelf. And Charlotte and Ji Hyun are like, that's not where it was. What the fuck? That's not where it was. we came in here before. It was on top of the cabinet on the other side of the room. And uh, Sung Wook picks it up and is like, oh, like it was on the other side. This doll moved on its own. We know at this point that he probably moved it. Because okay. he's the one that's been... We're staging things. Yeah. 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 And the he doesn't seem like as freaked out by it. Charlotte is absolutely freaking out right now. Again, she, so, she, she goes big. Big reactions. Do they know... Do all of them know that the, some of the things are staged or only no. some of just, them? Just it's the two just guys. the one guy. Oh, I okay, see. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, sorry. I thought they I'd, all knew. Okay. That so those two guys, they did the bells, they moved the doll, but the rest of them really... 
believe yeah, it. Yeah, that's why they're like, Charlotte's having the biggest reactions, like target her, because like that's, this is great. good. We're like getting really good reactions from got them. It, got it, got it, Because their okay, reactions great. are real. Ooh, yes, sorry. I love this, uh, because mm-hmm. that's also going to prime those two guys to mm-hmm. never be scared and something's going to get yep. him. And Ooh. okay, fun, 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 fun. So Charlotte is freaking out about the doll being like, you can't touch things in places like this because he's holding it now. She's like, you can't just pick that up. It looks like a voodoo doll. And sorry, Charlotte, he already did. He already mm. did. And he did it before. And we see at the home base, they realized that. The captain has like scrolled back in the footage to show the photos that we saw in the director's room. There's a photo mm-hmm. of one of the patients holding this doll. And so we're getting Ooh, a side, side by side of that. The history mm-hmm. of this doll, this creepy doll. And always a doll. Charlotte like leaves the room. She's getting mad at them for like fucking with things. She's like, you guys are being mm-hmm. irresponsible. And. Once again, the two guys like sneak away by themselves for a second to go talk to the captain. So it's like it's it's the three of them that are in on it. The captain and then the two guys in the building. Got it. And there's uh, four other people because there's seven of them total. So Mm -hmm. they're uh, they like go off and they're like laughing and they're like, oh, my God, this is so good. Like she's freaking out so hard. They all come together again. And Charlotte's saying, like, I want to leave. I've been to three other freaky places. Yeah. I know. What, I know what's too freaky. Yeah, This is getting too freaky for me. And the captain tells them, let's just let's just keep going. We are over 200K viewers right now. You just have like two more floors and room 402. Just like go just bang it out. Like, let's get out of here. Let's wrap it up. Easy peasy. And easy peasy. Charlotte's like, okay, no more touching anything. They agree. They're like, all right, we're not going to touch anything anymore. She's like, everyone needs Except to like all be. the other stuff we already touched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, okay, now Jiyun and Ayun again go, go to the fourth floor, just the two of them. And the other four are, I can't remember what floor, I think they're on the third floor. Um, in the collective care room and the collective care room looks basically like a room where people are put in like coffins essentially what the fuck almost as if it were solitary confinement but there's just a bunch of these wooden boxes oh my god in a room with holes in like the chest uh, chest height of the boxes but they're just look like as if they're basically tortured devices no. there's a whole bunch what? of these coffin looking things stacked up in this no. room wait i don't understand are people stand lying down in these oh no they're vertical boxes? they're vertical sorry they're standing yep in these boxes and it's just like, like lockers yeah yep but for okay. people to stand in. yes okay 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 And Sungwook is talking to Cameron. He's saying this is the collective care room. Like, it's clear, like, very bad things happened in here. And why is this hole at the chest level? Like, that's very weird. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to reach in and see (laughs) what I can find. And he just sticks his arm in this hole like, okay, that's crazy. A, a game show. What are those? Ho- Wait, what was that show oh. that Steve-O did? Oh, oh my God. Oh, like Fear Factor? 
Mm, oh, fucking Fear Factor. Ugh. Killer karaoke. <laughs> yes, oh, I don't know it was that. killer karaoke. And there's one where this woman had to reach into mystery boxes as she was singing her oh, song. She singing. And she's just like, That's right. la, la, la. That's funny. It's so funny. I actually highly recommend. I'm probably going to watch that after this <laughs> to cool off because it's very funny. Um, but yeah, so this is <laughs> what Sungwook is doing. He's what a fucking genius premise. Oh, my it's God. So funny. <laughs> and he puts his arm in there and there's a, a, a pull, a tug like he's pulled towards the box. He's screaming, but we know he's one of the ones that's pranking. Fucking with yeah. things, yeah. And so he pulls his arm out and he's breathing all heavily like, oh my God, oh my God, did you guys see that? Something pulled me, something touched me. I don't know what the fuck that was. The rest of them are also seeming very scared. And he's like, I didn't keep my arm in long enough to feel what it would be. Like, I'm going to put my arm in again to see what it is. And Jihyun and Charlotte are like, are you insane? Like, don't do that. <laughs> and for some reason, Jihyun is like, I'll do it. I'll put my arm in. Like, you're not putting your arm in again. And she puts her arm in and it seems fine. And she's just like reaching around in it. And she's like, nothing's happening. And then she's really pulled very hard. Like her whole head slams into the front of the coffin jesus and she screams and screams and is trying to get her arm out and eventually pulls it out and her arm is super scratched as if it was some like full five fingernails digging Ugh. into the whole for her whole forearm so she's like bleeding from finger scratches Ew. on her arm and we see sung wook now looking a little like what the fuck because she's like he was faking he's it. faking yeah. it and she's not in on it and so he's looking um and also confused. like she couldn't have scratched, scratched her, her own, own arm. arm but then rather than thinking something's going on he kind of comes to the conclusion that they're doing their own version of what he's doing right. and that they're doing oh, it better we knew this was coming <laughs> we knew this was coming He's like, oh, damn, like, how did they do that? Like, that is so, so good. <laughs> well, you'd rather believe that than yeah. the alternative. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, especially if you're like, I I'm know doing there's it. nothing in there because I just put my hand mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And she only did it because I did. Why'd she, why'd she volunteer? As someone who has played Ouija and been the one fucking with the other person and then it switches and then all of a sudden it's moving and something else like I'm always like okay well they're doing it now right, <laughs> like, right. of course of course right. and that is what was happening in my when world when you did Ouija yes oh yeah. okay but not I think that's in this not scenario, in this scenario doing but that I'm in again saying it's not crazy to believe that no yeah everyone's looking a little panicked and they're r running to help Ji Hyun and her arm and like look and see like what they can do to help her. And they're all on the floor and then there's a loud bang and they all freeze and stop and look towards the coffin and the door of the coffin just slowly creaks open. They're just watching it. And then there's this sound of this gust of wind and Charlotte's scarf like blows up over her head. She's screaming and they all run. Now they, they all scatter. Everyone's freaked out. Scatter. <laughs> they scatter. And I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell how far from each other they scatter because we only have like POVs on them. Right. And, okay. And so it's really hard to gauge their 
distance. distance from each other when we're not in a wide shot of them. So we just mm-hmm. get shots of each of their POVs scattering. I don't think they run that far away from each other, but they're all just getting out of this room. And outside of this room is where Charlotte had tagged her name. And it ha- the graffiti has changed from mm. let's live to let's die, <laughs> uh. <laughs> which uh, like is a very silly word to it's it's not the scariest sentence like I've ever nose. heard, but it, the <laughs> concept of graffiti changing is scary to me. I yes. just, and yeah, and the captain because Charlotte says that this is not what it said said before. She's screaming at them. They hadn't seen it. Ji Hyun and Charlotte did, so they're both freaking out. And the other two guys are like. You probably read it wrong the first time. The captain goes back and looks at the footage and compares it and sees that it did, in fact, change. And we see him having a look of like, what the fuck? Okay. But he lies and he tells them, no, it it said, let's die the whole time. She must have not read it right before. Hmm. And it's like, it changed. It's not like painted over. Like it like. Yeah, completely you know? different. Yeah, it's like graffiti on a, on a stone, like plain stone yeah. wall. There's like, there's no way to erase and redo. Right. And so Charlotte and Ji Hyun are like, no, we know that it changed. We're fucking leaving. We're out of here. Like we're we're done. And the two guy, the three guys who were in on the prank before, are now arguing just the three of them over the over the mic or whatever. And he's saying the wind was really weird. Like, do you think that they did that? Yeah, like, how did they do that? And the captain's saying, like, maybe a draft came in. They're like, we're fucking sealed underground. Like, there's no fucking way it was a draft. Like, that is, you've got to admit, that's really scary. Like, well, how did that happen? And captain is saying, we're at 300K now. Like, we got to keep going. And Okay. And the captain just saw this thing happen. Oh, it's irresponsible. <laughs> it's irresponsible. <laughs> it's very irresponsible. And so... Now we go, we're with uh, Charlotte and Ji Hyun, and they're back. They leave. They're out in the woods, and so now very. Oh, now they're safe. Now very Blair Witchy. Just this POV dark flashlight in creepy tree. Oh, no. Oh, no. And we see them pass the underwear. So they're like, okay, we're going in the right direction. Like, we're fucking out of here. Oh, no. We go back to the captain in the tent. He is reviewing some of the footage to see if he notices anything else. And he sees a shot that they're all in. All six of them. That seems to be like someone holding a camera filming them. And he's like, who (gasps) filmed this shot? They're all in this shot. That's and it's not scary. like a room it's not camera. a room camera. It's one of their personal cameras. And it was like right after a moment scary. where Charlotte was freaking out and she told them to like put all their cameras down. She was like, stop fucking filming me. And someone continued filming. That wasn't any of them. Ah! <laughs> and the two guys that were pranking them are now they turn their mics off and they talk to each other and they decide they're going to ask for more money. And that's the only way they'll go. They'll continue. And so they uh, basically get the captain to agree to pay them more. And that gets them back on board. They're like, all right, we'll keep going. And so they go into the shower room. Mm -mm, Bad room, bad room. I hate that room. and, And then through another room. They don't stay in the shower room too long, though. I think even just, yeah, them like slowly moving through 
a room is still very scary to watch, even if nothing happens. But they end up in this room that's like a store room and a wheelchair slides, like <laughs> rolls through the room nope. from a, the darkness in the corner, very changeling vibes. And they're looking around this room and they look up and we see all the furniture in the room is on the ceiling. And as they see it, it all falls down. And then the furniture in the room just starts flinging all over the place, knocks Seungwook unconscious. He's the host guy. Uh, And at this point now, the captain is watching this. We're all on board that this is real now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody set this up. Uh, mm-hmm. Sung Wook is unconscious. Sung Hoon is flung. He's screaming. He tries to like grab him. Sung Wook is trying to get him. And as he reaches him, he is flung backwards by a force, like a hundred feet out of the room, down this long hallway and the door slams closed between them. And from him being flung back, he's also knocked unconscious. So now the cameras there, it's just like close-ups of both of their unconscious faces. That's scary. Oh God. Oh God. On the live stream. And now we're up to 800 K viewers. All right. Wow. Well, yeah, people are going to tune in. New word travels fast, yeah. Do we see comments? Are people like, commenting at all? I didn't see a lot of comments until the end. There probably okay, is, okay. but I, pr- I probably would have had to be like looking really close. And really I paying was, attention. I was yeah. um, too scared to do that. I think that's the scariest idea to me, just this concept of like live streaming something horrific. Mm-hmm. Online because yeah. that already happens. I get happens, scared to watch like, certain Olympic events yep. live because I'm worried somebody's going to die or like mm. see an injury. Yeah, I don't. I get really freaked out. Ugh. So now we cut back to Charlotte and Ji Hyun who are making their way further into the woods, closer to the tent, and then they pass again the underwear. They get, arrive back at the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> the underwear is really still making me laugh. Fortunately. <laughs> And they say, what the fuck? We passed this a while ago. How is this possible? How are we back here? Then the camera pans down to the ground. She steps on something and looks down and it's the dead Mm. chicken with the maggots all over it. And then we see all the files all over the ground in the we're still like in the woods we're seeing trees but all of the debris from the floor of the lab is here now wow wow scary and charlotte is looking at all of this thinking what the fuck is going on how did this all get here this doesn't make any sense and she's talking to ji hyun <sighs> and ji hyun stops responding Oh, God. Oh, God. And she shines the flashlight up at Ji Hyun, who is just frozen, still kind of like shaking a little bit, uh, uh, facing away from Charlotte. Oh, no. And oh, she oh, no. <laughs> is like slowly approaching her, saying like, Ji Hyun, no. are you OK? And she reaches out to no. try to turn her <laughs> around. And Ji Hyun turns around and her eyes are like filled black like her pupils have taken over the entire yeah. eye and she like gets in Charlotte's face and she goes <laughs> 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 and it's 
so scary. Oh and, my god! And then and the cameras are just going crazy, like it's cutting to black, and 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 she's the one whose arm got all scratched up. Yes, and we see Charlotte is levitating a bit, like floating and and screaming, and the camera is just completely bouncing around, and we have we're really struggling to see what's happening but clearly something very bad is happening eventually the camera falls and and charlotte falls to the ground and and runs and we're seeing her her uh camera facing her as she's terrified running in the woods and she makes it to she sees that we see the tent up ahead and she's running and she's like yelling hujun hujun and as she gets into the tent she's back inside the asylum <gasps> yep. Yep. Oh, yep. that is horrible. I really like that stuff, though. I feel like it's like yeah. very cool and very Me scary. Too. Like it's just very a scary. simple, terrifying thing to imagine of just walking into a room and having it not be the room <laughs> that you thought it was. It's very scary. It just mm. feels like I feel like I have dreams that are like yes. that all the time. Where I'm trying Oof, to get somewhere yeah. and I can't get there. I think I'm going somewhere and then I'm back where I started. Or that's obviously yeah, speaking to my own psychology, idea. but it's a familiar feeling in a way. Yeah, for sure. It's Oof. Oof. very unsettling. And she's in a room that we have not seen before, which we're kind of guessing what room that might be. Oh, no. And she is at like a level 1000 scared, just like yeah i mean i would be <laughs> like that's like the the, the energy mm, for I all of this that. and i hate I to tell that. you guys this upcoming scene is literally the scariest scene i've ever seen <laughs> oh no oh my God. It for, it's like the most scared i've ever been watching a movie and i'm not going to be able to recreate what? it in a way that is as scary as watching it is but sure but give it a Just try no <laughs> i'll give it a try okay <laughs> So she is at that level of scared and is the room is pitch black. There are these big cement pillars in the room. It's a pretty big room, um, but she can't see anything. It's completely dark. So she's just has her little flashlight and she's slowly scanning the room and the light lands on Jihyun at the opposite side of the room, which is probably yeah. like 20 feet away. Again, facing away from her, standing still. No. Mm, mm, mm. Jihyun doesn't react to the flashlight, like lighting, her, illuminating her. And uh, Charlotte keeps scanning the room and finds uh. the door in the room. And so she's slowly trying to move towards the door while keeping an eye on uh, Jihyun. And so she, the throughout the scene, the flashlight's just panning back and forth between <sighs> the door and Jihyun. So she sees the door, she's moving in that direction, and as she's moving that way, she pans the flashlight back, and it's no longer Jihyun. It's like ah. what we, I think, could assume is one of the mental patients. It looks like a mm. naked man with a mm. slice across his chest and uh, like abdomen and stomach as if he has had a surgery and Ew. he's facing her with his head down huh. again, huh. like 20 feet away. And he's uh. doing 
this like slight sideways walk where it's like he has one dead leg and one regular oh, leg. So he takes like a, don't like that. Takes like a big step and then a slide, a step and nope. slide. Okay, we'll pass. <laughs> Thanks. So scary. Thank and you. And she's no. now like trying to be so silent, but she's so scared. And she's just like, <gasps> oh my God. And, and, and again is trying to light her path to the door. She's slowly like making her way towards the door and like lights back at the door. And she's getting a little closer to it, but then she takes the flashlight back to the guy and he's a little bit closer. He's still, he's like a little bit moaning, like uh, uh, sliding his foot. And he's like, oh, I think he's like holding at the slice through his chest. He's like, like pulling at it a little bit. Gross, 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 gross. And she makes it to the door. I think it goes back and forth literally like six times. Like it's it's so long. Oh God, the scene oh felt oh one thousand hours long. <laughs> uh, she gets back. She gets to the door, and of course it's locked. She can't open it. She's trying to open it. Goes back. The guy's pretty close now. Back to the door. She's now she's like fuck it. Like ah! <laughs> she starts screaming like help me, help me, help me. Flashlight comes back. He's there. He launches at her. He's like missing his jaw uh, or something no. is like wrong with her face, his face. And he launches at her and grabs her. And God, it's so fucking scary. Um, oh, also, I forgot to mention that her the the doll is in there with her. No. So he gets her. He gets her. And Fuck. It's so, it's, yeah, I think it was fuck. one of the scariest scenes I've ever fuck, seen. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, just because it's so much the fucking dread. So it's tense. so tense. Oh my God. It's just so, it's basically silent the whole time and it's so drawn out. Oh and my God. It, she's so scared. She's so scared and he's so scary. Whew. Oh my God. The lights are flickering. And she's already. You already are, have doubt in your head that this door will even take her anywhere because she's right, because already tried she to escape and it hasn't worked. Is it time for a lullaby? <laughs> yeah, that's a I want to think about the noodles, actually. Ooh, noodle time. Mm. Noodles. Noodle, noodle. noodle. What was the lullaby? Now I forgot it. Turn to cut to sleep. Oh, it doesn't help. <laughs> Where we make we a know. noodle lullaby. Noodles, noodles, everybody loves noodles. Yum, yum. Okay, great. I feel refreshed. Well, I feel ready. Ready? Oh, yeah, I feel so much better. <laughs> so much better. God, I feel great. Okay, so Ayun and Jiyun were on the fourth floor this whole time. Uh, they were like prepping whatever cameras or something. And we see... Have we seen the captain in a while? No. Mm. Uh, and we see Sung-hun wake up. He's the guy that... The second camera guy, not the host guy, but the other guy that was in on it. In on it, He yeah. wakes up from... He was the one that was flung across the room. And mm -hmm. he wakes up and runs to the fourth floor to go get them. He can like hear them up there. And he basically is telling them we need to leave. Like this is real. Uh, we've got to go. And now we go back to captain and he's saying we're at 990,000. Like you can't, 
we can't leave now. Like we're so close. Okay. This is the last thing. Just fuck. like go in room 402. Like it's fine. You greedy fuck. Stop it. <laughs> and Sung Hoon is like saying, no, fuck you. Uh, we, and he tells Ayun and Jiyun, we faked the earlier stuff. We faked the bells. We faked the arm thing, but this is real and we'll fucking, we're going to die if we stay here. Like, this is real. And they're looking at each other like, oh my God, what, like, what, 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 like, we got to, we've got to go. The captain loses his patience and he's like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do it myself then if you guys aren't going to do it. And he starts gearing up to go inside. Okay, captain. Good luck. As they're all freaking out in front of room 402, like looking like, okay, yeah, we all agree. Let's get the fuck out of here. They hear Charlotte screaming on the other side of the door. Mm. And the door knob is twisting. They're trying to, they see, see that she's trying to get out. They go to help her. They're trying to get the door open. They're Charlotte, Charlotte. Again, this is all very jittery camera work. And we're so disoriented and flustered. It's so scary. And all of a sudden, the door bursts open, cut to black. Okay. We hear now over black whispering. Um, Ayun and uh, Sun Hun are like, are you there? Like, what's what's happening? And, sh- and Ayun says, don't move. And he says, what's at our feet? Uh, uh. And she says, I think it's water. And we hear like uh. water noises. And uh, they have they turn on their flashlight and we can see that all three of them are now in room 402, which is where we just had the scene with Charlotte. So we recognize it with these pillars in here, except now they're slowly tracing the flashlight along the walls. And now there is no door in here. This is a cement room with no entrance or exit. And they look up and there's water on the ceiling, too. They're basically knee high in water and there's water above them as well. And Sun Hun says, looks up and he says, I can see a girl watching us. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they're all so scared. I know I keep saying that, but it's important that you guys know how much terrified the, how they terrified they are. They are. The, the host guy isn't here. No, he's still unconscious in that room. Ups, uh, in, in the, the other room, room that okay. they got the door locked between them. We, he okay. might be dead. We oh don't know. God, oh. We don't know. Okay. But no, we have not seen him. And is Charlotte in this room with them and nope. with the water or no? And Ji Yoon nope. isn't. We okay. assume they're okay. they're done. They're in another realm. <laughs> uh Sung Hoon is looking at them and we're getting again these like very close up almost night vision-y shots of everyone's faces as they're freaking out and we see hands reaching around their faces as if they're doing like a guess who's behind you type thing that's so scary very scary and then they and then they pull away so that they don't even notice them but Sung Hoon can see it on the (sighs) camera he's like the main camera guy so I guess he like has a feed of their cameras and so he's like saying there's someone behind you and then they turn around nobody's there and uh he turns on they have a one an infrared camera or something that is supposed to be like basically a ghost camera and he turns that on 
and slowly raises it to the corner of the room that they heard something in. And there's a girl in the corner in like a schoolgirl uniform facing away from them. So it looks like fucking Samara from the ring, <laughs> long, mm. long black hair. And he he's gets scared and p- puts the camera down and shines the flashlight there. There's nothing there. And then again, raises the camera and she's closer now. And then the infrared feed gets all staticky and cuts to black for a second. And then we start hearing moans and these sound like, like, (laughs) and the camera feed turns back on and the room is filled with like the naked men. We think the patients of the asylum uh, that are all lined up against the wall, um, all facing away. And just now the room is filled with their wails and moans. Ew, it's just like, ew, ew. oh my God. Ew, ew, ew. I hate this. I and hate then it. the hands reach in front of the eyes of Ayun and Jiyun, and both of their eyes fill completely black like Jihyun's did earlier. And uh, Sung Hun sees this and sees that they like. I don't know if they disappear. It's hard, again hard to say because we're not always getting a good view of everything. But he sees that that's happened to them, and he's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" He's spinning around, looking in like all directions, like, "Where are you? Where did you guys go?" And the ghost girl is all of a sudden right in his face and lunges at him and like grabs him by the throat and like smushes his face and cuts black. Oh my god! <laughs> um, also, I think that right before the little girl lunges at him, she goes. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. They're all goners. And this is where I took literally a 10 minute break here. I paused it and I needed some time. And because I was getting so freaked out by the light that was flashing, that seemed like more than it ever had before. It was nonstop flashing. And so I had to post a couple Instagram stories just documenting, which even filming on my camera was so <gasps> scary because I was just kept thinking I'm going to see something in the camera that's not in real life. Um, but I just had, mm. I just had to, um, make sure that I was going to survive the movie and I needed evidence if something bad was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we would know the context and why yeah. this cursed film. Yeah. Um, so I took some time to, mm. to gather myself here after <laughs> these scenes, which are truly some of the fucking scariest scenes uh, ever and okay so we we come back and now we're cutting back to the wide shot the like the mounted cameras in each of the rooms again surveying the whole building in each of the rooms and in that shower room mm. that motion following camera starts moving nothing seems to be in the room but then all the shower heads turn on New and in the room next to it with that tub that had a wig in it <laughs> for some reason, mm. we see the wig now is a girl, ghost girl, scary Ugh. Samara ring looking girl that is climbing out of the tub, but it, ke- no. it keeps flashing 
like disappearing and reappearing. So you're only seeing brief flashes of her as she's moving and we're seeing all the motion cameras following her movement, even as she's disappeared for a lot of it. You actually don't see her that much. It's mostly just the empty rooms and the camera now following what we know is her presence. And I think she must also be like the director because it's it's like a girl, but it's must be mm. a woman. I'm just associating it with the girl from the ring, but I think it must be a woman. Well, was this asylum just men? Or it seems like it was just men. Yeah, because there was only men in the room 402 or whatever. I can only remember men in any of the photos, but the director was a woman. Interesting. So we see the captain now running in. He's all geared up and he's I don't even know what room he makes it. He might walk in like immediately into room 402. Yeah, it seems like it's sort of funneling everybody there. Yeah. And he's looking in this mirror or wind like broken window and we see his POV from the other side of it. That's like a very, he sees that and is like, what the fuck is going on? So it's as if another him is on the other side of that wall. Mm. And now they've had set up earlier infrared cameras that were triggered by any spooky ghost activity that would take photos like in the conjuring and so there's also mind you a lot of flashing happening in this movie while there's flashing happening outside of my window like Uh camera flashing uh (laughs) oh my god and as he's looking and trying to see what the fuck is behind this window we hear a thud and he feels something bump up against him Mm. and we see like a corpse looking feet it's we see a low shot at his feet i think maybe he dropped his camera or something and at his feet there are dangling feet bumping into him from behind as if someone's like hanging behind him and swinging and bumping into him and he is frozen in fear (laughs) and can't move (sighs) And takes his camcorder and slowly raises it and mm. turns the viewfinder. You can like turn oh, the yeah. thing that you can watch so that he can see it and is like basically yeah, pointing it at himself so he can see what's behind him. And it's, I think, the director's corpse that had hung herself perhaps. And she just is like screaming in his ear like... <gasps> And he's screaming and he's killed. I think she she grabs him, cut to black. So he's done. At least we're we're not really seeing them be killed. I mean, that actual being killed Correct. is mostly implied. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like their eyes fill with black or they just yeah, get pulled off into the distance. Okay. And we and are never seen again. So now he's done and we come back up. Sung Wook wakes up. Uh, the one that was locked in the room, but now he's he the is, last one. He's the last one. And he's not in that room anymore, but he is in the wheelchair that was in that no. room and he is strapped into it. Ew. Looks, oh no. Looks down and sees himself <laughs> strapped in and the wheelchair, he's on the fourth floor 
facing room 402 at the end of the hall mm-hmm. and the wheelchair starts rolling towards room <laughs> no. 402 and as it's rolling he's passing all the other doors that have those slots that you can see in and we're <gasps> seeing people behind each of the doors and hearing i think those moans again and he's screaming seeing each of the people behind the doors passing oh by all God. the patients in their rooms and he is pulled into room 402 and the door slams shut behind him cut to black again we get shots of all those empty rooms now all of our characters are gone. There's nobody in this building anymore. And uh, we cut back to see the live stream is down to 500 viewers. And they're complaining that the stream stopped right as the guy was saying that we faked it. And oh. so now the streamers are saying, I knew they fucking faked it all. Like, this is such bullshit. And like, this was really boring. Um, I'm unsubscribing that kind of stuff, just shitting on them. (laughs) And we see one last shot inside the building, that camera that was set up to film the holy water. And we see that the holy water is boiling and cut to credits. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, do we think that it never got, do you think that he was seeing fake views then? Or do you think, do you know what I mean? Mm, that's interesting. No, I think it was high in that. And that and um, then it just cut off when people said they're faking it. But wouldn't you? Oh, I guess if the live stream cut off, then yeah. Whoa, that is would. really fucking sad. Whew. I mean, they're not alive to get that money. So who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I mean, their family members are going to wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Wow. And this is why you don't go to an asylum, folks. Just to be on the safe side, don't go to a haunted. Just maybe don't do it. Abandoned asylum. Um, but I'm not joking that after the movie ended, the lights did stop flickering. The light That's turned off. That's fucking weird, Sammy. Um, and it was like almost at exactly all. at 10 p.m. So I'm like, I'm sure it's just on a timer or something. But it was why just would it be flashing though. I don't know. And why would the why would why would it turn off at 10 p.m.? I feel like a light should cut be on all night it's like a motion detector light that's um malfunctioning yeah. type of thing i hate motion detector lights i mean i know they're <sighs> useful but too. man they really scare me yeah it was not fun but i survived and then you i actually did. slept fine surprisingly okay she <laughs> slept fine that's all that matters it didn't interrupt her sleep that's very important there was i did wake up at like 4 a.m and i kind of started to think about Things no, in no. This movie. And then you say, "Cut it off." And I was it like, down. "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Don't think about it! Don't think about it!" <laughs> I had mm-hmm. to like think of something else to think about, and uh, so I thought, started thinking about dinner reservations I wanted to make. <laughs> oh, that's a great. That's a lot better. That's so much noodles, better. Noodles, you know. Just think about noodles. Ooh, noodles! Everybody, I oh yeah, I might get some noodles tonight. They just looked so good noodles noodles sound really good but are the noodles a prerequisite to bad things happening hmm mm. that can't possibly be true <laughs> Every, <laughs> bad things happen to everyone who eats noodles 
that would be i you know if that's what's if that's what's coming goodbye also go out doing what i love eating noodles yeah sammy thank you that Damn. was terrifying that was scary. i feel unsettled i'm gonna be thinking about those feet for a while mm. do you feel like you're scared of ghosts i don't think that i can let myself be scared of ghosts you know what i mean it's i just a, feel like you're putting up a boundary thing, one thing i just can't have in my life in addition to everything else, I just can't also have sure. the fear of ghosts. Yeah, don't take that on. I can't take it on right now. Maybe later in life. We should be so lucky as to have ghosts be our biggest fear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> be a real treat. There's something about if you do believe in ghosts, though, that I find almost like hopeful. <laughs> because <laughs> it would be kind of nice to believe in something supernatural or something like outside of ourselves something beyond what we can see yeah yeah it would be so beautiful to believe i kind of is beautiful ghosts. i think i really well that's why i've always said demons are scarier but this movie yeah. scared me more than some demon movies although paranormal is still very scary but yeah. well, it's the found footage portion of it that's found footage that just so scared nothing quite like it no yeah no Wow. Thank you for being the most scared you've ever been for us, mm -hmm. Sammy. Huge, huge. All of the most scared wow. I've ever been, I think, have all been found footage. Paranormal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Blair Witch and Wreck. Oh, Wreck. Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I don't know. That one sounds less scary to me, but more just like upsetting. Yeah, no thanks. But we'll see. One day I'll watch it. We'll probably skip that on the pod, though. I don't want to put you guys through that. No, thank, thank you. you. Never, ever, ever. We watched it in Cursed Films, I think. We learned about Cannibal Holocaust. Oof, yeah, it sounds and it mm -hmm. sounded terrible. Bad. But you know what's not terrible? How much I love you and how oh my happy it makes me to see you guys and how you are literally my lifeline to humanity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and... um. Joe, if you're listening, Joe, I'm I'm available. It seems like Kelly I'm not. is incredibly unavailable, but also for you available. <laughs> so let us know. You know, let us know. Reach out. Wow, freaking did it. We did scary, it. Scary, scary, scary. Thank you, patrons, for choosing it. It be it beat Lake Mungo, which I heard was a Mungo Lake Mungo, which That's is been a popular recommendation. <laughs> a a lot popular of people. rec, so we're gonna have to do that one eventually. Which someone said has one scene in it that's scarier than the Charlotte what? scene in this movie. Okay, right, I'll believe it when I hear about it. Stay tuned. Believe it when I don't see it. And I've got a voice in mind. Mm. So from all of us here, no, I'm too scared to watch. Sammy. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailer reactions, and more. And no matter what, we will see you right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.